Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. It is Tuesday, and we are here for some more Fallout, man. We've been uh, we've been blowing up YouTube with a bunch of Fallout videos. Um, <clears throat> I know last week we talked about companions. I figure this week we'll do a little bit of. Uh, I'm just going to cover the episode that's dropping today, and just to kind of give you guys an idea where we're at, and then um, what. I mean, once you guys see the video, you'll be like, oh, or once the video goes live, I should say, you guys will be like, oh man, now I can't, I gotta catch up. But um, it looks like, because <clears throat> like I said, I've, I've played quite a bit ahead of what is on YouTube and what we're going to cover today. Um, but yeah, we jumped right off the, yeah, we didn't really jump off the Pridwin. You could, I guess, if you had your power armor. And I would say if you do have power armor, definitely do that because it is pretty cool. You know, no fall damage from the power armor, jumping off the giant flying ship in the air. Um, definitely pretty awesome. But we got off the Pridwin, and you, we are a newly knighted paladin. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're a knight, not a paladin. We've been newly knighted, and the Brotherhood of Steel. So, um, I'm pretty sure <coughs> Paladin Dans can finally now be our follower and companion. Well, not really companion. Well, yeah, companion. He's a good friend. Um... Like I've talked about in the videos, he is probably one of my favorite followers throughout the game. So is McGreedy. And, I mean, we talked about all this last week. But, yeah, dude, Paladin Dan's. He, uh, you guys are going to see. It, if you guys do know um, kind of like how this game plays out, don't spoil it for anybody. Because I've been holding back. Oh, man, I've been holding back so much information. I've been telling myself, can't talk about it because, you know, it'll be relevant when it happens in the story. And we're just not there yet. But uh, I will say we jumped off the Pridwin, and I said, you know what? You know it'll be fun. Let's, which ultimately I've been having this goal in mind the last couple of episodes on YouTube, and I finally reached that goal. My goal was to get to level 30 so I could start the Nuka World DLC. And I was about like level 27, 28, and um, well, I guess I was by the time that I finished this because... I think a day or two after this episode and the YouTube video goes live, another episode will go up and it should be like finishing out what where we're at. <clears throat> but I wanted to get to level 30 and I said, you know what, the best way to do this is to pick up some quests. So I didn't want to do any story quests, so I decided to do the DLC, um, the Automatron DLC, where you have to handily deal with a mechanist. And the mech this is a pretty fun DLC. It's pretty short. Um, I don't think it has on here. <clears throat> how long I'm on uh, the Fallout fandom, but yeah, it doesn't show it on here. Or maybe I just don't see it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't show like game hours because I guess you could take as long as as long as you wanted. But uh, I think we finished it in maybe three hours, four hours or so, something like that. There's only a handful of quests through it. Basically, you hear a distress signal and reach out to a group of robots and well what, what you a caravan that was ransacked by some robots and they are robots and you meet up with this uh this robot named ada and basically there's a bunch of robots going rogue all over uh, the commonwealth and you know it's her fault blah blah you know same fallout stuff like you know i'll oh, feel bad help me please it's pretty much where that uh is what it comes down to I will say this is probably one of the DLCs that I really enjoyed, just because of some of the mechanics it brought into the game. So, <laughs> I think close to the end of the video today, it showed me building a, basically like a fucking big robotics computer thing. 
Um, the first couple of quests you do are pretty, I mean, it's pretty, pretty simple. You uh, run around with Ada, and she, like, sends you to, well, she sends you to some place that, I forget what it's like, the robotics place. You break in there, you find a big old robot and a robot brain, you take, uh, you find Jezebel, and I'm thinking this is, um, I think this is all in the same video. Yeah, you do this whole Jezebel thing, you run into some Rust Devils, which they're like a new uh, faction that are, I don't know, they strip robots of their parts and pieces, and pretty much make a bunch of robots and make them be evil and all this shit, but uh, it is a fun DLC just for the fact that you can build your own robots, bro, and make sure you pick up all those modifications on um, different robots that you fight because you pick those mods up to expand your um, collection of mods that you can create, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely pretty cool, and you can really build some serious tanks. I always prefer to put all the robots on a Mr. Handy Thruster, just so they're, you know, they're floating, they're kind of out of your way, you don't necessarily have to deal with them, and it just, I don't know, it saved me a lot of time and a lot of hassle, but I mean, you can literally make a fucking tank sentry bot that'll hold, like, I forget how, it's a lot of weight, um, you give them, like, the extra baggage and storage, and it's just, because uh, their strength's up so high, but yeah, it's definitely a... They're definitely a fucking tank, man. I mean, hell, you've seen us fight them in the game already. Just imagine having one of those uh, roll around with you. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> all in all, I would say that Donomatron's fun to at least play through once if you never played it. Um, especially the DLCs for free. Or not for free, yeah, never. Um, if the DLC's cheap, uh, I actually... Well, it won't be for a couple of episodes, but uh, ah, we're not going to spoil it yet. But yeah, the DLC is pretty fun. You can build some badass robots. You can even build <clears throat> pretty much like an entire army and settlement of robots at your own very own disposable. You can outfit them with guns or weapons, so no need to give a bunch of pesky settlers a bunch of junk. They can pretty much just outfit themselves with um, whatever. I mean, you can give them whatever you want. <clears throat> like Ada in the video had like a spiked maul that was like a skull with a bunch of spikes on it, like a laser gun. And, I mean, if you wanted to get, you know, super technical and crafty, <clears throat> and you have some of the, uh, I want to say science perks, you can uh, you can really do some upgrading on those robots, especially if you get, like, the robotics expert, or maybe not the robotics expert perk, but there's a couple different ways you can beef up those robots. So, oh, man, excuse me. <clears throat> Let's, uh, we're going to... We'll pretty much probably um, cut as far as like where we're at in the story with that because we're pretty much this video for today. We are right in the middle of doing all the mechanist stuff, so I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, definitely go check out the video. Let me know what you guys think, and hopefully you guys have been enjoying all the videos I've been going up lately. I'm trying to, <clears throat> um, I'm trying to get Fallout done as quickly as I can so I can really get back into Zelda and get back on the Pokemon train. I'm actually playing two Pokemon games right now, but. Uh, we won't discuss the one, but the Heart Gold, man, we're coming along quite well. I just haven't played in a couple, I probably played in a week or so because we had a bunch of content build up, but um, we are running out. <clears throat> but uh, no, that just gives us another reason, an excuse to play Pokemon. Not that I need much of an excuse, really. But uh, yeah, I figure what would be fun is to, we are on Game Rant, and I will post this link for you guys to check out. We're going to talk about the 13 biggest, or I guess not biggest, but the... 13 of the best Easter eggs in Fallout 4. So, um, if I've came through any of these, I think 
if memory served me right when I was playing, I would have mentioned something, but some of these I might not know. But for the most part, um, there's a few of these I do know. I just haven't really seen them yet in the game, but I, you know, anyway. I'll post the link for you guys to check out, but we're just going to start with number 13 on the list. <clears throat> so it's going to be an alien, which I have talked about this in one of the episodes. I just don't necessarily remember which one. But uh, there's a t And I'm just reading the description off the website. It says, there's a ton of junk that players can obtain in Fallout 4, with their main purpose being that players can break them down into basic components that can be used for settlement building, which we all know that. Of course, players can sell sell these items too, but the amount they'll get for these items is fairly not yeah fairly not good enough, barring a few special cases. One of these junk items is a flux sensor, which seems to have an Oculus item that actually houses a reference to the popular sci-fi horror film Alien. If the players examine this in the greater detail, they can flip it over and read a serial number that turns out to be the digital ID for the Nostrum. Nostromo, which is the starship that was invaded by the Xenomorph. You know what? That's pretty damn cool because I did not know um, a flux sensor. I cannot say that I own oh, it. Actually, says flux sensor with like the ID. That's cool. You can actually see it in the picture. You guys have to check this out. This is one. This is uh, one Easter egg that I did not know. I can't say that in my memory. I ever remember picking up a flux sensor, yet let alone even seeing one, because it looks just like a, uh, a picture, picture like a ammo can that one corner is like cut off of, and but yeah, it's relatively like that. Sh yeah, blah blah blah, size and shape. <clears throat> That's pretty cool, Alien. I love that. I will tell you a quick story about Alien. I was a child and was so excited for Christmas that I just couldn't take it and I was up super late at night and it was probably you know one two in the morning I'm just like a kid man I'm probably like seven or eight and I was so excited for Santa to come and my dad was sleeping in the recliner in the living room and I was like I went out to the couch because I couldn't sleep and he's like you know tired probably you know either who knows passed out or had a few too many Christmas drinks he like lazily put on the TV and he's like here just watch this and I remember it was fucking the movie Alien bro <clears throat> and it was one of those like uh, late night specials where they would play that movie and then they would fucking play it again like back to back like how the old uh, like stars TV channel or the old movie or the old TV channels they would just play the fucking movies back to back <clears throat> yeah I was stuck in like a fucking four hour alien loop and that movie fucking terrified me when I was a child I'm pretty sure I eventually fell asleep just out of fear. But, uh, yeah. Love that movie. Love Alien now. Like, the Xenomorph and shit. But, um, definitely a scary one. Ah, a UFO sighting. Which I have talked about this. We just have not came to it. It says, The Fallout series has always flirted with the concept of aliens. And in the fourth mainline entry, there's no exception to this golden rule. Players who want to interact with this extraterrestrial creatures in the game will get an opportunity once they ascend to level 20 and head toward the old gullet sinkhole near Greentop Nursery. <clears throat> it says if the conditions are met, the player, yeah, the pl it says the players, the players will witness a UFO flying above them before crash landing somewhere nearby. Going to the crash site will reveal a crash ship along with a cave nearby that harbors an alien. It is hostile and attacks the player with the iconic alien blaster being a unique piece of loot that can be obtained from his corpse. <clears throat> so, I remember, because we had the book for this game. I remember like wanting and like seeing the alien on YouTube and shit, and I'm like, oh man, that's fucking cool. Like, I want to find it. Took me forever to 
finally like track it down or like get it to work or find it or whatever but yeah it is definitely i think i've done it once or twice definitely a cool little easter egg and honestly if you hit level 20 it is somewhere it is like in the upper so if you were to look at the fallout map and break it into four quadrants like just put a giant cross in the middle of like a giant plus sign and divide this square like the map that we've looked at you guys have seen um, if you played or if you watch me play on youtube i want to say it's like the top left corner like below the sanctuary and that like what i would call the i don't know top left quadrant of the map it's somewhere up there i'm fairly fairly certain <laughs> the uh, oh this one is a fun one classic video games and i did know this one i just don't think we've found any of them yet the pit boy an iconic aspect of every fallout game with the fourth game doing justice to its unique piece of technology that served as a way for players to track their metrics sort of their in inventory and everything else along the same lines a new and unique feature added to fallout 4's pit boy is the ability to find and play different holotape games scattered across the world these games are red menace atomic command pitfall Grognak and the Ruby Ruins and the Zeta Invaders, which invoke the real-life classic titles like Donkey Kong, Missile Command, Pitfall, Ultima, and Space Invaders, respectively. <clears throat> so the uh, and it shows like a screenshot of like Donkey Kong, but it's like a Fallout Donkey Kong, where it shows like the Pip Boy or like the little fucking whatever you want to call. I can't think of the Fallout guy um, running up and down like the ladders, and it looks like there's a fucking squid or weird looking something um at the top impersonating the donkey kong pretty cool i have found some of these though okay we are on to the next one which i think we passed this in the playthrough somewhere um pikmin's gallery so pikmin gallery is a store controlled by raiders the players can find and when they walk inside they will notice an odd painting and mutilated raiders going further they will find a man named pikmin surrounded by raiders and the players can fight the raiders to rescue pikmin the gallery and the character of pikmin is a reference to hp lovecraft's story called pikmin's model rescuing him will get the player's unique knife that causes enemies to bleed for extra damage which i have gotten this i i thought this was a i think I don't remember. I think there's like a there's not only just like one um, like painting or anything. I think it's like a whole ass. It's like a whole ass thing. But yeah, I've been through that. I've done that one. It is pretty cool. Um, this one I did not. Well, I mean I knew, but I didn't know until it happened. I think in my game. So if the player, which if you didn't notice, the Pip Boy keeps track of like what day it is and the year and shit. So like the game's tracking your days past. So there's actually like. A day cycle that happens <clears throat> if the player visits diamond city on december 25th in the game they will find the town decorated with christmas trees and lights this is diamond city by the way i don't remember if i said that the decorations will stay up until new year's eve in the game adding a bit of change to the city it is a fun thought that the residents of diamond city still celebrate the pre-war holidays it says if the player also vis visits the city on halloween the city will be decorated with halloween related items while it might not have been expected, it was a nice surprise for anyone not expected to see the city decorated and, and celebrate a pre-war holiday. I did not know that it was um, decorated for Halloween. <clears throat> um, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I will, uh, I'll make a note of that, and then when we're playing, next time I go to record, I'll check out what day it is. And if we have to make a special trip back to Diamond City, we will. Um, this is actually one of my favorite. This next one is one of my favorite... Um, yeah, what are we talking about? Easter eggs. God, I'm looking right at it. 
in this game by far. So I've, since I was, again, back to the kids and movies, I've always been a big movie buff. I've loved watching movies for a long time. Um, one of my favorite movies has always been Jaws. Like the whole, every Jaws movie, I, I don't care like, oh, it's just a bigger shark. Now, dude, Jaws is just fucking awesome. I've always been like fascinated with just the sea life and everything in the ocean anyway. And I just remember watching Jaws all the time when I was a kid. Just like the the idea of there being these big fucking monstrosity monster sharks out there in the world and, you know, them like taking down a boat and, you know, all that cool shit. But the, uh, and this is one I have not found. I actually was looking for it. I thought I had stumbled across it, but I did not. So throughout the Commonwealth, there are boats that have dolphin attacking a skeleton and a blue jacket with a bandana close by. This is a reference to the movie Jaws, where a shark is terrorizing the waters around a town. So yeah, it's pretty cool. You can like see he's wearing, it's like a skeleton with like a blue jacket and it's got like a machete and um, the bandana and stuff. It just, it's, it's a pretty cool little, uh, pretty cool little, you know, node to the, uh, to the old movie. Um, well, I guess what I was say, <laughs> it says players who stumble across this will most likely recognize it in the scene where the shark attacks and destroys part of the boat. After seeing this, we better hope these creatures aren't still swimming around Boston. But yeah, it's like uh, it shows like the sh the dolphin is up on the boat and like the boat's all kind of in pieces and kind of sinking, which is pretty cool. This one we have talked about already. Well, we talked about this, I think, in the videos like pretty early on in the game because this was a really cool feature that was discussed during like the well, it was like right around the release and pre-release of the game. So an exciting feature in Fallout 4 is that some NPCs are able to say the player's name. Codsworth is the first NPC who does this when he appears to the player in the introduction. Anyone who wanted to name their character after someone from a movie or another video game may be surprised to hear what Codsworth has to say. Or, Cod or yeah, be surprised to hear Codsworth say the name. He's able to say the names of character from Mad Max and will even call the player Trump if they name themselves that. That's funny. Players who name their characters after a curse or something vulgar may be surprised to find Codsworth saying that, too. Um, there's actually a full list of the names, like um, Codsworth, yeah, yeah, Codsworth name database. There's like a full list that shows all of the um, names that he recognizes and will say. So it is kind of funny. Um, I don't remember if he says my name or not. I, th I think he says Master Rocco, which is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but, um... I will say that, oh man, this is a, this is an Easter egg I haven't even seen yet. Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> it is pretty cool for a, an NPC to like say your name. Um, in the, oh shit, this is pretty cool because I actually, spoiler alert, I'm several episodes ahead of you guys. Uh, I started the Nuka World DLC and this is a Dark Souls reference. It says... In the Nuka World DLC, the player is able to find a house that has a sword inside of some ash. If interacted with, stim packs will drop down from the wall and a fire will start. This is a reference to the Dark Soul series where a bonfire is used to heal the player. This house can be found near Brad Burton on the DLC's map. Oh, that's cool. That's just like a little node to the game. Um, here's a good one. I did. Here's another one I didn't know. I guess number. Four, well, I guess we're on what number five? Yeah. Um, this shows a U.S. Covert Operations Manual. These are those little magazines that you can pick up for collectibles. And this is anyone who finds this Covert Operation Manual might recognize the issue's name pretty quickly. 
It is a reference to Obi-Wan's quote from Star Wars, A New Hope. In the movie, Obi-Wan uses a mind trick to tell a stormtrooper, these are not the droids you're looking for. On the cover of this magazine, it is, or it says, not the soldiers you're looking for. So that's pretty cool. I would imagine in when I played this game years and years ago that I probably found this because I made it a point to fucking collect I think every single magazine this was like back on my Xbox days I had a full display of like all the magazines that I had found <clears throat> so I would imagine I had found this at one point um, I guess I just hadn't remembered it's been so long um oh, what did it say most players may anyway. This is uh, it says most players may not even encounter this Easter egg, making it easy to miss for many fans in the series. It is good to know that the military and Fallout universe was taking ideas from a Jedi Master, even if the war itself had been one of the most tragic outcomes in any fictional universe. Yeah, that uh, not good. This is, I guess I've, I mean I've seen this. I guess I didn't know it was a reference to anything. In the bottom part of the castle, which we got the quest for the castle, we just have not done it yet players can find a skeleton that has been bricked into the wall. This is a reference to the cask of Amontillado. Uh, yeah. Amontillado. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's by Edgar Allan, Edgar Allan Poe. My brain's just not working right now, I guess. Players can find wine bottles labeled as the Amontillado nearby the body of the Miniman General Magon. The bit of, a fun bit of trivia is that Edgar Allan Poe is actually stationed in Fort Independence, which the castle was based. It was the first time in the fort that he was inspired to write this story. That's kind of cool. I do not know what that story is. So, <clears throat> um, When on the Pridwin, players can find an area where the Brotherhood of Steel scientists are growing plants. One of these is labeled as an experimental plant, but they look pretty familiar. Players who have also played Skyrim will recognize these plants as Nernroot. This is, I do remember this, pretty cool. It says experimental plant. Literally just looks like a, like a bluish and purple nern root. Um, it would seem that Skyrim is now invading the Fallout universe. While this is just an Easter egg, it is fun to think that the Elder Scrolls might have taken place long before the events of Fallout. Yeah, could you imagine? Um, oh, this is a good one. I didn't know this either. Todd Howard makes an appearance. In, a, in paintings found throughout the Commonwealth, players can find a familiar face. While it looks like it would be Napoleon, players who look closely will notice that it is Todd Howard the executive director at Bethesda and has helped develop every Fallout game created by Bethesda. That's pretty funny. Um, wow. I did not know that. I've seen that painting so many fucking times. I never knew that that was Todd Howard. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, this is a good one. I don't remember ever seeing this, but the number one Easter egg, of course it had to be a reference to this movie, but it says, in the Far Harbor DLC, players can find two skeletons. One is resting on a door, and one is holding on while in the water. This is a reference to the end of Titanic, where the characters Jack and Rose have to use a door to stay alive. It says, players who stumble across this will definitely recognize this reference because of the iconic imagery. Sadly, it would appear that both of them did not survive, at least in this Easter egg. The skeleton holding on did not sink to the bottom of the water. <clears throat> yeah, it's just kind of... You can see, like, the fog in the water, and then you see, like, a red door, and they're just kind of both hanging on. That is, uh, that's pretty funny. I don't, um, I don't necessarily remember that one. I only played through Far Harbor once, and that was right when it had originally came out. Um, I don't even know when that, when it came out. I'll look it up real quick. It came out May 19th, 2016, so I would have played it 
probably right uh, right around the time that it had dropped I probably played it so I mean that was what Jesus 4 7 years ago god it doesn't feel like it, it does not feel like it I think my math's right on that yeah 23 24 yeah um yeah hard to believe but yeah we are uh that's all I got for this episode I thought uh, I thought it'd be fun to just kind of talk about some easter eggs and get you guys caught up on where we're at in the videos. Make sure you guys are checking those videos out. Let's see. I'm just going to load up the YouTube real quick. And it'll give you a little insight. Um, and this is all from you guys too. So we are on Fallout Part 10 will be released today. Fallout Part 11 will be released uh, the 13th. Which is what? Thursday? Yep. Thursday. And then expect to see more videos coming up probably every other day from there on out for Fallout. because, Well, hopefully from there on out. Um, we've got also today is scheduled is Pokemon Heart Gold. Let's go or yeah, let's play part 11 that goes up today as well. So get caught up on the Pokemon. We're doing hella good. I got a bunch of uh, I'll share some cool stats with you guys um, just because it's oh man. Hell yeah. I just got a new achievement too on uh, the YouTube studio all on my dashboard. Man, I'm so this is it just feels so good to uh, to like see this and then like share this all with you guys. So my new achievement two days ago looks like your videos are getting more attention so I've had 5,000 views um, in like total so we're up to over 60 subscribers on uh, on YouTube and we also have like the best video was a solo game and we got 2,000 views on those Fortnite solo games so all you guys that listen to the podcast and you know watch the YouTube channel all that stuff you guys are awesome and uh I'm just excited to keep bringing you guys content. It just seems like everything's getting easier and better, and we're just fucking cruising right through all this stuff, man. So I just want to take a second to share that with you guys. I've been really excited, and seeing that growth on the YouTube channel is just awesome. I'm hoping that just, you know, hoping the YouTube just drums up the podcast, man, and then, you know what, everybody can, you know, that everybody can interact all happily. We got the podcast, the YouTube channel, we got all kinds of stuff going on. So it definitely feels really good, and I'm happy to be on this adventure. And it just, I don't know, it's a really good feeling. So, but yeah, and uh, I got a new work schedule too. So we're back to uh, being off at 2.30 every day, baby. So I'm really excited to do that. Get a little bit of gaming in and recording every day almost. It'll be it'll be a nice uh, stress reliever instead of having to do all of, all of it on one day. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. So I will see you guys on Friday. I haven't, oh, we got a good episode planned for Friday. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, my trip to Virginia there a couple weeks ago. So make sure you guys don't miss out and make sure you guys are keeping caught up on the YouTube videos because where the, the fallout is just pouring out over there. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. It is awesome that uh, we've made it this far and it's not even been a year yet. So I'm excited to see and our year's coming up, man. Hard to believe. But it's coming up soon, so maybe we'll do something, some kind of special or something. I don't know. It'd be cool to do like a, like like a full video episode or like podcast episode or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, until then, thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next time.